When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, yes, let's go. Hour number two on a Tuesday, rolling up towards Texas and TCU. Did you think it was going to be this big a deal? Well, it is. It's a top five TCU coming in. Last time that happened was all the way back in 2014. We talked a little bit about that. Texas has a path, clear path to Jerry World. So does TCU. And it is 6.30 on Saturday. Tonight we'll find out if TCU is going to get up into a playoff spot when the new CFP rankings are out at 6 o'clock. Chad and Zay with you on a Tuesday. Let's get to the Vaqueros Cafe Cantina hotline. We give them their love. They're incredible over here on 360 if you haven't been over to Vaqueros. He is sitting right here in studio with us, though, like he does every Tuesday. It's Jeff Ward, jeffwardshow.com. Check it out. Posted each weekday for you. And if you're on Twitter, at Jeff Ward Show. Always before the wine is consumed. How are you, sir? I slipped up last night. You did what? There was a Cabernet-infused tweet about Ooh. Ted Cruz. <laughs> I was going to ask what caused it now. It, it, okay. was, it was unavoidable. It, oh, it, I had I had the barriers built in, and I thought, okay, well, having a, uh, what was it, a Dow Cabernet 2016, and... Um, the next thing I know, there's a video of Ted Cruz acting like a homecoming queen at a pageant, <laughs> waving at the crowd during the World Series parade, and there he is, and here comes a white claw can right at him, <gasps> oh, and he no. got booed at his own parade. Are what you a, serious? What a throw, by the way. It somebody, was, somebody I full, couldn't help it. They threw a full can of white claw I don't think it was full. Oh, okay. A I'm half, not, I'm not, a half can. I'm not advocating. And I, I, well, I don't know. Maybe my tweet was misunderstood. I'm not advocating violence. I'm just saying, who invited him anyway? Is that what, that was your tweet? I think it was something like that. <laughs> it was hilarious. Why would Ted Cruz be in that That's parade? What, I said. Yeah, right. what are you doing there? Because he get that love. I, mean, I got booed. He, he got booed. I understand. Today is election day, right? But, Name for me. But now is Ted Cruz? Is he? No, no he's no. He, he's not yeah. up for election well, today. All, is he? No. First of all, okay. Ted Cruz is always running. Oh, I see. Okay, so it never stops. Okay. He, he doesn't. It's second nature to him. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. Always, but name always for me any championship parade in which a politician was waving at the crowd like they're at the Rose Bowl or something. There shouldn't be. No, there shouldn't be. Unless that politician happened no. to be like the owner of the team or somehow connected intimately no. to the no, team. No, the answer is no. Only Ted. Only he's ten. the only you're one right. that would invite himself no, and right. show up. It's just hilarious as he's getting booed and flipped off and the white claw oh, can. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you got to think something like that's going to happen for all the people that somehow are just able to take off on them Monday. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't care what your politics are, but you don't want to see Ted Cruz in your parade, period. No. Of any parade, of any type, I would argue. But you sure like don't want to see him and you just want a championship. What is that guy doing here? 
Get out of here, it man. Would make, it would make more sense for Davis Mills to be in that parade. And they still should throw things at him. They ain't throwing none of that mattress mat. No, they didn't. Yeah, no. he was intimately connected <laughs> to that series. That, it definitely was. All right, so uh, Jeff has white claw too. That made me laugh even more. The fact that somebody wasted <laughs> yeah, a white claw exactly. on him. Hey, I, I, something about that was it was like I, all right, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say I just said this on a podcast. It there was nothing that could summarize the existence of Ted Cruz than that moment. Like it's like just f you, man. Like nobody likes him. Trump was right. Nobody likes him. If it had been an, Trump was right about that. Nobody likes. If him. it had been an IPA, it wouldn't have felt the same, right? If it's it had Houston, been, they're not gonna. It's gonna be a white claw. If it had been a bud, what do you think it's West Six Three. If it or had something? been a, a bud heavy, it would not have been the same. Like a tall boy. Yeah, it just wouldn't have been the same. Maybe if it was like a natty light, it would what have still you? felt like. The same. Come on, man. Why didn't the Astros say, "Look, Ted." Another day, okay? Yep. Not today. Go, come on, bud. Move on. No, that Get an- out of here. That answer has to be no. I yeah. totally agree with you. Uh, some uh, a texter earlier was helping me out. I was trying to remember when Texas and TCU was this big, like both sides of it. And they referenced an 84 game oh, God. that you were a part of yeah. in Fort Worth. You yeah. guys go up to Fort Worth and you crushed the dreams of the Frogs, 44-23. Yeah. Yeah. What do you remember about going up there back then, or, or for that matter, playing TCU back then? What What do you think of? Um, we were good and they weren't. No. It was kind of fake. Um, and they got rolled. Yeah. They never really had a team that could, could press you guys then. No. I yeah. mean, it was it was a nice story. Remember Jim Wacker, who was a fun, interesting story. Loved Wacker. Now, first yeah, of all, Jim Wacker. You know, um, first of all, everyone was cheating, including them. So oh, guys were getting paid off. No and all one, of a sudden, no yeah. one can prove this. They couldn't compete with T- uh, SMU, though. Jeff Ward says these things. Nobody could prove there was um, cheating going on. <laughs> no. Man, they all got on probation. I don't know what more. I know the proof. I mean, other than things in envelopes and Trans Ams, there's yeah, no way to yeah. really prove. But, I mean, yeah, they, they, they never got paid. They, they, um, you know, they were. They was. It was a fun story. It was. It was different for a change. We had been good for a while, dominated for a while. So it was. It was. It was a good story, and they got off to a decent start. But we just. We just rolled them. Yeah. Now that was. And and for you guys back then, putting forty four on somebody. Yeah. Although now, I mean, we had done it to P, T, uh, to Penn State. Um. We we. We lit some people up. We threw the ball more. As long as our tight end, who was healthy, would would have been one of the best tight ends ever to play at Texas, and then he disappeared. But um, yeah, we we lit them up. Yeah, that's that was that was a big one. Say, Jeff, with what you saw on Saturday with this Longhorn football team, definitely Steve Sarkeesian's biggest game yeah. of his tenure. Now he probably has his next biggest game of his tenure. What'd you like about Saturday? You know, it, it um, there was more scoring than I thought, but. The the one thing about Texas, we haven't certainly haven't been able to say this in a long time. Their their front seven can do some stuff, and they did. They ended up winning them the game. Yeah. Um, there's there's stuff. There's real improvement in some areas. If they don't get pressure, if that front seven, everything, it's either gonna they're gonna have to outscore them. And it's gonna be one of those things, whatever fifty to forty eight, and that's not something you want to do um, with TCU right now. Or your front seven is gonna have to deliver enough. Because if you don't get pressure, that secondary, the back end of Texas is not very good. They're gonna get, they're gonna light them up. So if they don't, if that front seven doesn't get the pressure, they did enough on Saturday night in a, in a competitive game. I mean, that wasn't a you know Kansas State's not a fluke. So I I, I said I picked them to win because I thought they could get some of that pressure. Yeah, you did. If they don't get it Saturday, the back end is just gonna get torched. 
Because we can agree TCU throws the ball better than K you State. Think? Okay, there's one. Out. You're out on a limb. I'm there. on a limb. Yes, <laughs> look at that. And that is what a, a hot, what a hot take. Hot that take. Was. Look out. Hot take. And obviously that's the way to attack Texas. I yeah. would have. I'd have put Will Howard in and thrown a little bit. I, I, if I, I was the same. If I was Colin Klein, I'd yeah. have tried it for two drives at yeah. thirty. Yeah. At thirty-one yeah. ten at least. Yeah. They're clearly yeah. trying to preserve his Scott or his red shirt. That, they don't that want him to He's only played in two though. Two, yeah. yeah, I know. I had the same reaction. I. They got two full games to use. Use. One. They said it ain't gonna be against Texas. Yeah, I, I, I had kind of the same reaction. Win. Yeah, True. exactly. Um, yeah, I had some of the same reaction. But you know, they, they somehow I'm thinking, guys, Texas gonna end up lo-? like everyone is. They gonna lose? How can he lose this game? But I, I think their front seven is c- can do some damage. They can get some pressure. It's um, when they can when they can pass rush. But if they don't on Saturday, they they, they get torched. Yeah, this it's it's going to be a it's a great game both ways. Both teams have so much to so much they can gain. Yeah. TCU don't have as much to lose as Texas I mean, does because they're undefeated. The, uh, okay, is this a rematch? Is there going to be a rematch? It feels like there definitely could be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If, if Texas wins out, hands TCU one loss, and then nobody else would effectively get in their they way there in, and then you'd be rematch. Unless yeah. TCU lost two more. I guess right. If they lost two more, maybe you lose a tie break. Yeah, I don't know. Along that, the way. I, I don't see that down the stretch. No. Um, That's the other thing. You about- could see a loss in Texas more so than you know. Even if Texas pulled off the upset on Saturday, you still aren't completely convinced. There's not another loss in them. I don't know that I buy that TCU loses again. Yeah, that's probably a little more. A little more to that roster, I think. Probably so true. You, so you consider this a upset because Vegas got Texas by. Yeah, touchdown. I know, and I love, yeah. and God knows, I'm I'm addicted to Vegas, and I've got issues. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't. Yeah, I know. I saw it last week. I could see that matchup. I don't see this as a good matchup for Texas, unless you know Bijan touches it 35 times in the game. You know, they suck the life out of the game. I guess, but. I don't know if that front seven can get enough pressure to protect the back end. And that back mm. end has got some issues. By the way, we all know where Texas goes next what is, week. What is the line? Is it seven? Seven. Texas by seven. I'm sorry. We all know Texas. I've already admitted I've got issues. <laughs> I would bet the house on that one, man. You'd go plus seven TCU? I, absolutely. Yeah. You wouldn't? Uh, right now. Uh, huh? Yeah, I'd go uh, right now. No, I no. I, you know, Quint- don't, Quentin, yeah, Johnson, yeah. Quentin Johnson. Yeah, because I, 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 I can't even me. believe you groaned. No, I mean, that's I think, like straight run up to the windows. Kind you, no, because right now if I'd pick Texas to win this game, the margin would be three or four. So yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah, I'd take yeah. TCU. I mean, that's that's a, that's too big of a line. Yeah. Uh, so we know Texas goes to Kansas next week. Y'all know where TCU goes next week? Waco. Oh, the nice. Bears. The Bears get to decide now, some things to finish this season. Now there's a team that can they can suck the life out of that game right there. They host TCU Plus, and then the they Bermuda come here. Triangle. You don't know what's going to happen. Right? There. Uh, always a weird place. Always a weird place. It's a weird place. Only Lubbock's weirder uh, when it no. comes to strange places. Lubbock doesn't have mass murder like <laughs> well, Waco. <laughs> Good lord. That's probably true. Jeez. That's true. You both, that sorry, like, I, I, sorry. I think very little of Lubbock, but I mean, you, can't, you cannot, you know. We were talking different stuff. kinds of weird. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're absolutely yeah, right. There's no, level of, there's no level of psychosis like Waco. Yeah. No, they got Chip and JoJo down there. No. It's a change place. There's nothing to change in that place. It's Magnolia Heaven now. Yeah. Whatever. You buying that? I don't even believe that show shot no. there. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a Four Seasons or something in, in the, Miami. It's not shot at Waco. <laughs> Jeff Ward. No way. No normal person would go there. Jeff Ward's breaking 
walking into the Universal Studios thinking, where is it? Where's Chip and Joanna? I'll go, I'll go Where's hel- your Waco set? I'll go Black Helicopter on you. I don't believe for I've never seen that show in my life. I have no idea what we're talking about. But I'm just going to say up front, nobody is shooting a television show there. That's fantastic. There, how's that for my knowledge? I like it. No, I like it. Um, so you sent me something earlier, uh, an article about... So, such a cool article. About Only the, a nerd like me That was like very this. nerdy, and you knew my nerdiness would yeah. approve. So as we're watching the NFL this year, um, there was a moment with Tom Brady, which creates an, <laughs> which creates an article. Yeah, he, he you know, was was upset. I mean, he's, you know, it's not such a great run for a guy at, his four, at 45. I mean, I'm talking about the divorce and all that stuff. So yeah. he's in a bad mood anyway. And um, he apparently, I didn't see it, but he snapped and said, somebody asked him, all I, and he said, all I see is a bunch of bad football. Mm-hmm. I look around the league and I just see bad football. I think he might have been talking about his own team, but oh, whatever. Oh, he was, and yeah. some others yeah, at the yeah. time. Uh, well, that's kind of interesting. So a writer for the Washington Post sort of took that off as a jumping off point and wrote an article about how, I can't remember what the title was, I read it last night before I'm tweeting about Ted Cruz. It's like, um, what's, why is NFL football so bad? So bad right now. Yeah. And I thought, that's kind of interesting. So I, I did a deep dive into the article, and it, it is a nerdy thing. And I, I, I don't agree with this, by the way, because I don't agree with a lot of the assessment the the only assessment people have in the NFL, about the NFL's quarterbacks, I think it's misguided. I don't think that's quite right. But the writer points out scoring is down to the lowest level. I think even before 2010. Wow. And you know, I think that by itself is kind of interesting. And I don't think it's about. I don't think it's about the quality of the play. I think it's the. I think it's the how the economics are working out. And so what has happened? My theory here. So the writer. His theory is the NFL is bad right now because offenses aren't as good. I don't know that I buy that. Um, they're not scoring as much, but I don't think that makes the NFL bad. What I do think has happened is there is timing and talent means that two positions are sucking up all the money. Quarterback and receiver. You lose one receiver, the game changes. I give you Aaron. You stick Aaron Rodgers in Buffalo, Buffalo's still great. You stick Aaron Rodgers in, give me another place. You put him in Dallas, Dallas is still good. Aaron Rodgers is not a bad player now all of a sudden. Neither is Tom Brady. But all of a sudden you pull out, because of economics, you're not able to spread that money around. You pull out an injured wide receiver or lose somebody or something like that, all of a sudden the game offensively falls apart. That's my theory. So I think it's just a – I think it is a – it is a reality of economics that the quarterback and now diva superstar receivers are taking up so much of the money. The minute somebody gets hurt, the offense is gone. It's hmm. interesting. And then, uh, and I, th- and, I th- and I think the other economic part of the NFL, and this is really nerdy, that I think one of the things that is a problem, and this is a symbol, in my opinion, symbolic of greed of the players and the owners. They won't expand the rosters. They need more players. Mm, right. They don't have very many players. They've been hanging at 53 a while. Exactly. Yeah. I How mean, long has it been 53? I love that 53. I know. I they, and and, I, and I, it used yeah. to be I was there during a strike. And I was amazed. How do I say this politely? How stupid everyone was. Mm, that was okay? very polite. Yes. Yeah. But And so they're ranting and ranting and ranting. Everyone's mad and blah, blah, blah. And everyone's fighting. Oh, great. We're on strike. There goes my check. Um, but... I've been amazed, and I think this is now the greed of the... It used to be just greed of owners. I think it's also now greed of players. They don't want to spread the money around. Right. And it's hurting the game. Mm-hmm. It's hurting them, and it's hurting the game. I, I mean, 53 in 17 games, and that brutal of a game now... Yeah, that's a good is, point. They're is, making add, adding that 17th game. They're adding the 17th game. That's so brutal. you are, if you're a good team, you're playing 20 with 53 guys. Right, huh. 
let me ask it's, you. It's ridiculous. And I, and I think that's starting to show up on Sundays. Um, I also think the weird, quirky part about the NFL this year in, this, in the article is that rushing is up. Yards per carry, the highest they've been in something like 20 years. I think that's partly because defenses now are built to stop stop the pass, so teams are now just saying, screw it, where our offense is not as good as it was, we're just going to start running the ball more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that makes sense because mm-hmm. defense are so – they're trying to stop the pass. Trying they're trying to, stop, to the stop the deep ball. And you think about Steve Sarkeesian and all the deep shots that he's been trying yep. with Quinn Ewers and failing on because defenses are trying to stop the long ball and they're trying to make you go slowly but surely up the field, 13-play drives, and hoping that you mess up on – the 11th play or something like that. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think that's intent and sort of by accident because, again, a lot of the offenses are, are losing players. I, I mean, you guys laugh every time I say it. The NFL has a couple of giant problems other than concussions and what that does to young you know kids not wanting to play in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was this weird thing. I did a podcast on this about the NFL wanting – have you heard about this? In the Olympics, they want flag football. Really? Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. Really? Yeah. No. yeah. They want, they, and for the L.A. games, which are 20, 20 somewhere in there. Six? 20, yeah. Something like that. They want flag football. No. Come on. I did a podcast on this. You put cornhole in there. <laughs> we'll win, Americans will win that. Oh, we'll kill them we in cornhole. Will, have have you, uh, you ever seen some of those things? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those they're guys cheating. don't miss. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. They, no, they're che- there's Majority cheating. Majority of the scandal. team will come from no Alabama. One, no one else in the world. Is as lazy as we are. We will win cornhole. Oh, dude, those goes. But yeah, yeah. yeah so flag football. But but the NFL has. I'll say it again. The field needs to be bigger. Yeah, you've said that before. It, it's too many collisions with too many people that are bigger and faster than ever before. It's just by attrition, you're going to lose star players. You really think like a Canadian football field would matter that much? Because the Canadian Football League for years had concussion problems too. Well, they're I mean, running into. I don't. I don't know I why. Mean, that, I'm. I'm. I'm not saying it solves your concussion problems. I'm saying the game would be better you're if was, you're that worried about the game the way it looks. And I think partly is they're bigger, they're faster. It's just a bunch of people in a small space, yeah. and I think it's getting ugly. And I'm just saying that I think the game would be better. It would be more entertaining if it was wider. Would you? Would you huh. make twenty yard end zones? There's, I do. I do all of it. Yes, you want more space. Is my argument. Now it's never going to happen, and I know people are laughing at me. It's never going to happen because they don't. They're not going to retrofit stadiums. You're not telling some billionaire. That'd be hard. I'm to do, sorry. Yeah. You want me to take out the first ten <laughs> rows? Why again? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How about no? So I'm not saying that my my weird quirky claim is ever going to happen. I'm just you know you sit here and you want to study. They act like they want to study injuries all the time. They're lying. Um, because there's no other, there's no other conclusion. You can't run into people and not get a concussion. Period. I don't care how good the equipment is. Sooner or later, yeah. You know, if you run into each other enough, it's going to be the case. So, can I spread it out a little bit? Can I make it more, more of a flag game? That's all. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all I'm saying is uh, that. And and there's this there's this weird backstory. Troy Vincent is the guy. He's pretty high up with the NFL now, and he was a player. Um, played at Wisconsin. And he's the one who's now advocating flag football. And I think it's pretty interesting because I think the NFL is doing a couple things. One, they're driving up interest in the sport, period. But number two is I think they're trying to hedge themselves for the day that there's fewer kids playing tackle football. Hmm. And I think it's true. Yeah. And you learn plenty in flag. You know, I, I'm, 
you know, this idea of at your seven years old, you need to learn how to run into each other is stupid. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> that is a little early. It's not. Yeah, I mean, it's early. not that tackling that's is not early. that hard. You give me a break. But what you do need to learn to do is catch and run. Yeah. That's all that matters at that age. The Olympics will save the world with flag football and cornhole. It's going to happen and cornhole. That'll happen too. I mean, you want to get if you want the Americans on the medal stand. Let's just cut to the chase. Let's just get get some get some cigs, <laughs> some Coors Light, and we are going to be on the medal stand. Oh, uh, that's Jeff Ward. Right? Yes, you're right. Check I mean, out can anybody be you know, anybody. It's like Canadians and curling. Nobody else smokes and drinks and curls like they do. And you know what? This is a rite of passage. If it's just a, like this is a rite of passage for us. Just like with curling, if it's Olympic level, I'll watch cornhole in the Olympics. I'll watch it if you put red, white, and blue on it. All right. I mean, we got plenty of competitors. We have plenty. Let's do it. We have wow. plenty of participants. Let's do it. I mean, wa- you've watched late at night. Oh, I would. Look I, at those. I would. Oh, you've watched it on ESPN before. Have you seen those crowds? I have. Oh, yeah. Those are. Yeah, the it, it, makes, it makes the, it makes the wrestling crowd look intellectual. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it does, right? It does. It is kind of terrifying when you look out there. You try to imagine the person that is following the cornhole tour around its circuit, whatever Oof. that is. That's a scary. Getting the autographs after the game. That's a scary documentary. You, you got to put out your cigarette to sign the autographs. You need to look in the mirror if you're doing that. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> Serious look in the mirror. But don't tell me we don't take spot gold, silver, and bronze at the Olympics. Sweep. They'd sweep that first eight positions. Mixed what are you doubles, talking about? Cornhole, oh singles, God. whatever. We'll make it all up. <laughs> the Washington Post article is called Why Is There So Much Bad Football yeah. in the NFL? If you want to check that out, that is Jeff Ward. Check out JeffWardShow.com. It is posted each weekday at Jeff Ward Show on Twitter. Always good to see you, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, a lot of Thanks, good Jeff. football Come stuff back. there. The last time Texas and TCU got together, and it was uh, this kind of game. Jeff Ward and the Longhorns just sent TCU. They didn't send them home. They beat them in Fort Worth. We'll see what happens on Saturday evening. Up next, it's our Flex segment. We'll tell you who the student athlete of the week was and set you up for those three big playoff games we've got for you on the Austin Radio Network. Stay with us. It's the Horn. Interesting. Yeah, I see you mumbling it. Yeah, no, I know the song. I just I don't know if I've ever heard this version. Oh baby, I love your way. Every day. So it's gotta be I guess this is a cover of the song. And I can't recall I'm I'm not coming up with who's got the original. Alright, so tell me what tell me who it is. Will to power. Will to power? Yeah. Wow. Alright, go. But this is you can't this can't be the original. Baby, I love your way. Oh my God! No, wait. What are we doing now? What is? Oh yeah, Will to Power is. Wait, what? Couple dudes. Hold on. There's a brother in Will to Power. Wait. Now they just went into Freebird. Dude, you're freaking me out. You're freaking me out. They just combined two songs. <laughs> oh yeah, it's called Yeah, Baby, I Love Your Way and Slash Freebird. What? <laughs> what is? 
are we doing? What are we doing? Somebody said UB40 was their guest. That did sound like UB40. All right, I gotta hold on. I gotta look up "Baby, I Love Your Way." Who did that song? It's like a, it's like a way back, way back. Big Mountain, "Baby, I Love Your Way." I would have never guessed that. Uh, Frampton's version. That's who I'm thinking about. Frampton. There you go, Peter Frampton. Thank you. Jeez. Uh, wow, that freaked me out. Will to Power, two different songs. The Who and Go West, all part of the show today. Uh, thanks to Jeff Ward for his time. Texas getting ready for TCU. Where we at in society with Zay is coming up at 145. Right now, though, let's get you a Flex 30. We'll tell you about the student athlete of the week and big playoff matchups coming. Here we go. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, lots of teams getting ready for the playoffs, and I think that includes the Hutto Hippos. I think they're in there. The uh, Niall Maxwell family of dealerships student athlete of the week is Will Hammond, the quarterback out at Hutto, and uh, they beat Weiss 41-38 in their last game. He went 26-41 of for 370. Four touchdowns. That included Alex Green's night at receiver. Let's give him some love for nine catches for 214 and a touchdown. Not bad. Uh, And uh, thank you to the Nile Maxwell family of dealerships for helping us out with the Student Athlete of the Week. We have a lot of great partners around here on the Flex side of things, flxatx.com. If you want to check out our all-Flex watch list, as we're about to get down to our three finalists at each position. Yeah, shout out to Weiss. I mean, I know that was a tough loss to Hutto, but with that loss, gives them a first-round matchup against DeSoto and Texas Longhorn commit Jonte Cook, who is a five-star wide receiver coming to the 40 next year to catch passes from Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning. So, yeah, I think Weiss has their hands full in the first game, which they have to travel all the way to South Dallas for it. Yeah, they got to go to DeSoto. If you're a Weiss fan, um, it, obviously you want to support your team, but get up there and watch that DeSoto crew, especially if you're a Longhorn fan too. Jonte Cook is amazing. And the other cat they've got that's coming to Texas, the uh, running back. The running back. Um, what's that kid's name? Oh, I should know these things. Is it, uh, it's, it's like I-S-O-R, right? Lisser, Visser. Something like that. Let's, yeah, we can pull up the list. But um, that guy's really good too. That they have some serious athletes, and there's a, and in, in, I got a chance chance to see them a couple times in seven on seven. They've got like a sophomore tight end that's just going to be a monster. God, Wisner, Trey Wisner, Wisner, yes, Wisner. Trey Wisner. Wisner, yes, thank you. That's yeah. the other guy. They got a great, uh, they got some some talent all over that team. Uh, I, I walked away from seven on seven thinking one thing about Desoto: if that group can block and tackle. These guys are deadly. The the weapons are there. Uh, So uh, congrats to all the teams who made the playoffs. Remember, Lake Travis on 104.9 at 7 o'clock on Friday, taking on Round Rock. Vandergriff at 7, 101.9, AM 12.60, taking on Zay's Bowie Bulldogs. And LBJ at 7.30, and it's on Coke FM, taking on Elgin. So just tell everybody you know, LBJ folks, I know it's different. It's been 105.3 the bat all season long, and it may end up there again as their run continues, but for this week, it's going to be on Coke 
FM. So go check them out if I think I'm right on this. 99.3, 985, the Coke app as well. You can check out LBJ. Also, Longhorn fans, Lex ATX update for one of our top players, edge rusher. Yes. Colton Vasek has tweeted 4 p.m. Oh. I don't know what that means. A lot of people have retweeted it and liked it. He might have a Facebook live video where he cooks his favorite dessert. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. He might be going over film with Coach Salazar at 4 p.m. He might remind everybody that he thinks it's important to vote. Yeah. You don't know. So many different things. There's a lot of things it could be. Yeah, but we know Longhorn fans speculating that the Oklahoma commit might flip like a pancake and stay home. Go to the University of Texas. What the heck is uh, what the heck is Brent Venables thinking today? He's like, I thought you were a Venables guy. You were going to be with me in Bright Orange. You were going to be with me in Norman. What what's wrong? I'm still here. No, hey, should have stayed in that uh, Clemson Orange because Vasek, he would have went with you there, especially with K. Clubnick there. Coach Venables decided to say, mm. Hey, I want to be a head coach. That Oklahoma job looks very appetizing. That's what you and get, usually huh? it does. Yeah. Usually Man. it does. But one bad year, we're seeing it with Jimbo. It could change everything. By the way, in a year where we've seen the Brian Kelly fit at LSU, the Brian Harson fit at Auburn go wrong. Now, Brian Kelly's doing well now at LSU. But we've been trying to adjust to that. I am still haunted by this Jeff Saturday thing. <laughs> It's freaking me out that Jeff Saturday is now a head coach in the NFL. And two things to keep in mind. He said at his press conference that he asked Jim Ursay why he wanted him. I've never heard of that before. Like From what? a coach. Like, hey, coach, this is going to be the talk around. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, owner. This is going to be the talk around the NFL. Are you sure? Yeah. Like, really? You want me? Is it? And then Ursay says, I'm glad he doesn't have experience because that way he won't be afraid to make certain decisions. I see coaches that are afraid all the time. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? So you mean, so Jeff Saturday doesn't give a damn. Right. Like, he just won't like, care? Yeah. Has nothing to lose. Like, since that, basically, that's what he's saying. Since he's a yeah. guy that really doesn't have coach aspirations then he doesn't have nothing to lose, so he's not going to coach scared in Ursay's mind. Every once in a while, we have situations where we find out years later, or maybe it's not years later, that there was a key assistant that if you take them out, it all falls apart. And apparently Nick Sirianni's that guy. Yeah. Apparently Nick Sirianni was holding it all together, made them look fundamentally sound, made them look like a great blocking and tackling team, and made me think, oh, that's a great place for Sam Ellinger to go learn. Oh, my God. It'll be awesome. Frank Reich and the thing and the quarterback. Oh, it'll be wonderful for Sam. This situation literally made me cuss on air yesterday because of how dysfunctional it is yes. and how bad I feel for Sam Ellinger. Like, the nine sacks that he had, Frank Reich, he deserved to go. And now just, yeah, Jeff Saturday being thrown into the fire. Yeah, I, it, It's a weird, really odd situation that got in Indianapolis. The situation is so messed up in Indianapolis – it made you care about a Westlake guy. Yo. I mean. That, and that's serious. That's intense. That's serious. That's intense. Yeah. Is yeah. It? We but, all know what that's like in this yeah, town. Not, you know, there's certain Westlake guys <laughs> that have won me over. Yeah. Sam Ellinger's right. it. Justin Tucker, he's one of those yeah, guys. 
Colton Vosick could maybe be one of those guys, depending on what he says at 4 p.m. Right. Who knows? You're a sick kind of evil if you hate Sam Ellinger. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's certain Longhorn Sooners, Aggies, whoever it is, whoever your team that you can't stand is, you'll admit that there's certain guys where you go, oh, okay. Yeah, you got to prove me wrong. Like that guy? Yeah, especially if you've okay. made life hell for me and my family and my community and my school at Bowie High. For as many years sure. as Westlake guys have, yeah, I have a right to be as petty. And, you can be petty, yeah, but uh, not for all. And much of a hater as I am, but yeah, not for all of them. You yeah. gotta prove me wrong. Michael Taff, he's trying his hardest. I know that that secondary for the Horns definitely a little vulnerable, and yeah. he's a part of that. But he's trying his hardest. He's playing hard. He's a he part of it. Well, he ain't the whole thing. Yeah, he. And, <laughs> And I appreciate what he's doing, yeah. being the mayonnaise breeding son yeah. of a gun he is. All right, fair enough. <laughs> he ain't exactly on that Seattle Seahawks defense from back in the day. Come on now. All right, uh, there's our flex segment for you. We do it every day about 1.30. Up next, where are we at in society? Zay will let us know. At 2 o'clock, we'll talk some hoops. Longhorn hoops get a win. And in the NBA, Luka keeps throwing history at Everybody! Last night he threw a little bit at Durant, and we'll talk Texas football on the horn. Sounds like you're going into my world here, Zay. Definitely got a good metal feel to it. Sounds kind of spooky, too. Yeah, I feel like they've switched up the beat like three times. They have. Makes me think uh, as many beat switches as we've had, it makes me want to guess System of a Down. That's about the. They are known for a lot of that stuff. It also has a little ghost vibe to it. The song we start with, start the show with now. I'll guess System of a Down. Who is it? Dream Theater. Oh, no, that makes sense, too. The Mirror. Dream Theater. Man, you talk about, if you're into technical, progressive, heavy metal, and you have not checked out Dream Theater, go. Go go find it. Go search it out, because they are about as technically sound as any band ever in that world. They're so good. Never saw Dream Theater live uh, but they had, I mean, they had a couple hits along the way. But man, for for nerdy technical metal people, Dream Theater is right there. Dream Theater, Will to Power, which that song still scares me. Uh, the Who and Go West have all been on the show today. Uh, during the break, after we were talking about Jeff Saturday uh, and uh, taking over the Colts job. Zay reminded me of something. I'd never seen this. I love the NFL film stuff when they catch it. I'd never seen the Peyton Manning and Jeff Saturday going back and forth at each other. That's great stuff. That's NFL films gold. That is awesome. Go look up the Peyton and Jeff Saturday squabble. It's about two minutes. It's uh, Tony Dungy. That's like a full piece of them talking about it. Peyton afterwards talking about it. Saturday afterwards. I'm still not done watching it, man. It's good. Yeah, people probably thrive off of old school Vince Lombardi, Mike Dicka, Bill Parcells stuff, if they're cursing out a player, that's what I thrive at. Yeah. That, that's what I want to see. Yeah. Players going at it, Brady getting pissed. I love when Brady throws the tablet. That's one of my 
funnest things about the NFL. The intensity. The intensity. Sure. How these guys, the preparation, you got six days to prepare. And what goes into it, it's only four months. You only get 17 games. There's so much that goes into it. And, again, we talk about the Jeff Saturday thing, what Ursay said about, oh, he's not going to be scared. And I kind of get what he's trying to say because a lot of guys know there's such a limited time you have in the NFL. There's so many Mm -hmm. limited opportunities that you have. If you don't take advantage – that might be it as a head coach. That might be it as a starting quarterback or starting running back. You just have such a short window. You got to capitalize on every opportunity that some guys might be a little tentative and might not, you know, show their full potential because they're overthinking things. But he's got to be a football coach. He's got to have that. He ex- coached. He coached uh, high school. Coach football. high school. Yeah. Okay. Did he I do? I want to say he went like three and ten. Uh, I see. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, 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 it's high school. You got to have a squad. You got to have talent. Still, it's still football. Got to have talent. Fair enough. I uh, I retract my objection. <laughs> Never mind. I didn't know it was 3 and 10. I'm so sorry. I don't think it was that bad, but it wasn't good. He didn't win many games. They definitely didn't make the playoffs. When Peyton Manning screams to his offensive lineman, when we call pass plays, block! That's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. All right, we'll get into more football stuff. Texas getting ready for TCU. We'll also get some basketball talk in. NBA rolling on. Luka continues to throw history around. And the Longhorns opened the Moody Center with a win last night. Right now, though, where we at in society? Let's find out from Zay. Here we go. Where are we at in society today? All right, Zay, I see another gift on my Twitter timeline. Zay is always sending me stuff on the old DMs to look at. So remember, he's at ain't that underscore Zay. I'm at C Hastings 1049. What do you got today, Zay? All right. Well, this is a pretty wholesome video. You know, I we had Jeff Warden and he made the claim, which I, I do agree with. Oh, There's no. playing tackle football at such a young age. Like you don't need to be tackling at eight or, you know, I, I'm good with middle school. I think kids should start playing tackle football once they get to the seventh grade. Anything under that, it should be flagged, two-hand touch, just no no contact. But we know there's old school. There's Pop Warner for a reason. We know there's old school people out there that says, no, I don't. put them in pads at age six, varsity blue stuff. Style. Hell, Westlake, they've been having their little Pop Warner program. It's like a damn triple A, double A farm system that they've been having for years and years. But anyway, a video has been going around that I just retweeted. Catch me at ain't that underscore Zay, where eight year old Pop Warner team is doing the Oklahoma drill oh my God. against their parents. Oh, my God. And it's absolute comic gold. Like, these parents, no mercy. They don't give a damn. These kids are eight. One mama who is like Lizzo's Lizzo's weight class, one mama just bull rushes her kid. Oh, my God. Like, yo, I, I'm not going to tr- <laughs> get in trouble for no Adrian Peterson stuff. So this is the perfect time I could take out my anger on you little badass baby kid. Oh, my God. And I'm going to take you out. And this is what we need in sports. I'm all for this. If your kids are going to play tackle, have fun with them. And, yeah, let the parents do Oklahoma drill with them every once in a while. Oh, my God. This is my new favorite video. Yeah, I'm going to have to give this you a – I'm definitely going to give this a retweet. Okay, with all due respect to everything else I have watched in this video, nothing's better than that second highlight. <laughs> Nothing. The first one, the bot, the shoulder block's decent. That second one. Oh, my God. 
And that's her child? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's your kid. You get to knock out your kid. Oh, my goodness. Or juke your kid. They, they, some of them have the ball, and the kids are trying to tackle them. And, yeah, some of these parents got some moves. Oh, please go find this video. Holy mackerel. All right, hang on. Let me get, You already got 487 retweets off of this thing, or it's got 487 retweets. Let me retweet it again. Good grief. That's awesome. Uh, the first one, the ones that just fake the kids out and show them that the parents have a little bit of something, you know, a little bit of move. That's fun. That's good. But the first two are great because the first dude just shoulder blocks the kid. <laughs> just boom, right to the ground. And then the second one, I'm assuming this is his mom. Yeah. Like, okay, so for the kid in that video, he's met his mother, right? Oh, yeah. Like, he knew his mom, like you said. Lizzo weight class. She is carrying, what are we guessing there? She's carrying 250 easily, right? Yeah, she heavyweight. She, yeah. Right. Big boned. He's met her. Still beautiful. Uh, she, I'm sure she's lovely. I'm sure she's lovely. And clearly. <laughs> we all shame on this show. Clearly, I don't want to mess with her. Hell no. I do not want to mess with her. So as she is bringing that big sexy around the corner, I want to know how, the, how my man doesn't realize, okay, I got to run the other way from my. Has he not needed to run from his mother? He really thinks the pads are that good? That's what I'm saying, and you can tell. You can tell there's been that's been built up. Like my man's probably acted up in class. He probably got a red card. You know they got red cards on that age. You go from green to Making yellow. Making me come up to the school. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get you. You got when's, when's football practice <sighs> tomorrow? Never. Okay, I'm telling Coach Oklahoma drill. And then when she's I'm involved. Never wants to eat my green beans. <laughs> and make your bed the next time I say, make your bed. You know what? It is a good situation maybe for everybody to get some of their feelings out. It could be good therapy. Yeah. You never know. Uh. I'll tell you, man. That second video. Dude, when she comes around that corner and gets, a, gets that head of steam up, I get a little scared. Like, no. I think she's going to push me over. That was a serious. Hey, that's the way that the NFL wants us to, uh, these quarterbacks to be hit. They're going to go to that film and, like, yeah. it can be done. Y'all yep. are too big to be throwing these quarterbacks on the ground. You can just go up, shove the crap out of them. Also, Zay, quick late-breaking story. Jeff Saturday has gotten in contact with this woman. He's going to have her come to Indy and show Quentin Nelson how to block <laughs> from now on, how to take on that block and figure it out. They need something because what Sam had to endure in Foxborough, that's just a joke. That is, that is crazy. Nine sacks. My God. I bet Sam's still seeing that in his sleep. All right, 2 o'clock hour coming up. We'll hit a little hoops. We'll hit some football as Texas – Gets ready to take on TCU. Longhorns by seven? By a full touchdown? Would you lay that, Longhorn fans? Where's your confidence level on a Tuesday? Specs text line, 337-3776. Don't move. It's the horn.